0: awesome man thanks for having me by the way yeah no problem
1: i'm doing great uh just got up not too long ago did a little quick workout got some (laughs) coffee going so you know gonna start off a great morning how are you doing
0: I'm good, man. Uh, so it's uh, it's actually 9 p.m. here in the Philippines. Uh, so I've had a long, productive day. So I'm good. This is probably the last thing I'm going to do before I sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I appreciate you giving me the time. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the People's Choice Podcast. This is episode 11, my interview. Um, I know you guys probably used to, or I wish I used to, but see my other series. So now I'm back doing my interview today. So, uh, John, you want to give yourself a brief introduction to uh, all my peeps out there?
0: Yeah, Uh, thanks for having me, Alvin. Appreciate it. Um, So, Alvin and I met on one of the groups for podcasting. So, I'm John. I'm from the Philippines. I'm uh, I'm actually uh, an operations director for uh, BPO company it's uh, called TDCX, but I also have a podcast of my own. Um, In that podcast, I actually um, interview people who are on the journey for a better life, uh, like entrepreneurs, uh, uh, real estate agents, and uh, we don't really cover the specifics of uh, what they do, but more on how they got started on that journey, right? Like, there, I know a lot of people, especially here in the Philippines, who want to become a uh, businessman, want to uh, start a business or, or do something different from what they're doing. And uh, they just can't start for whatever reason, like mental, emotional, societal. And uh, so we cover that with some of the guests that I have on the show. And, uh, you know, they share their experiences. And uh, a lot of it, if not all of it, it's really uh, very inspiring. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's who I am. And uh, my goal, at least uh, for this year, is uh, by the end of this year, I myself uh, am already an entrepreneur, hopefully. So, fingers crossed.
1: Hey, man, it's going to happen. You you know, you're already starting <laughs> already with, you know, just your podcast. You know, we got to all start somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I've actually been um, – I've been at it for a long time already like uh, i've i've been reading all these books listening to all these podcasts uh researching watching youtube videos so i've kind of been on the journey for a while now it's just that i haven't really started yet and that's when the idea for the podcast hit me and so uh yeah uh, as far as knowledge and theory and, and all that stuff is concerned i feel like i'm ready it's just uh just doing it you know getting started
1: Awesome. What's the Philippines like? (laughs)
0: Uh, You've never been? You've never been to the Philippines?
1: No, I have some friends that are from there, but I always wanted to go. So what is it like over there? So I'm all the way in North Carolina right now in the uh, U.S.
0: That's uh, that's a beautiful place, man. I was there. uh, hmm, When was I there? I think it was in 2018 amazing very very nice place um yeah so the philippines i think the the biggest difference you'll see is that uh we only have two seasons we don't have uh and some places in the u.s don't have uh four seasons either but uh, a lot of people if not most people in the philippines have never seen snow so we only have the rainy season and summer uh and uh so the philippines is uh it's an archipelago we have around seven thousand plus islands right and so there's a lot of really nice beaches here that can uh, probably hold up their own against like uh, the beautiful beaches over there in the u.s like hawaii or uh like florida or california even mm-hmm. uh it's nice here man like the people are really really nice um there aren't a lot of issues when it comes to the friendliness the character of people it's uh it's a little tough to be here if you if you were born here and you were uh born here below the the poverty line just because um not a lot of opportunities to really you know make something out of yourself unlike uh in the U.S. where if you apply yourself I feel like it's there's a lot more uh chances right Mm -hmm. I don't know uh it's hard to tell but um yeah, uh, it's a really nice country. I'm very proud of it. But past, uh, just like any other country, a lot of issues that <laughs> I don't know when or if they'll be fixed uh, in the near future. Uh, is, I don't know. Is there anything you want to know about the Philippines? I maybe you can ask me some questions about it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say for like all my I call my my audience, my peeps, because my, my name is <laughs> out people. So, so uh, for any of my peeps that's out there, because um, actually I had um, one of my friends out there in the Philippines and I always say, man, I can't wait to visit. So for me and my future peeps were some good like tourist attraction spots to go or some places that you're like, oh, man, if you come to Philippines, you have to go here.
0: Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot, man. Uh, I mean, for top of mind, would probably be uh, Boracay and uh, Palawan. These are the, the really top of the line beaches that we have here. Uh, um, I think in some lists, they, they top the best beaches in the world. So definitely recommend that. Uh, there's a lot of uh, nice places to go to as well for like um, to experience the local flavor cuisine wise. Uh, we have some like Anthony Bourdain was here a few years ago and he really loved our uh, our pork mm-hmm. lechon it's really pretty good I would recommend it for sure
1: awesome I'm definitely gonna try to check it out I always love to travel I haven't been to Philippines yet hopefully one day soon so you said you started a uh, podcast in
0: uh oh, oh
1: go ahead yeah no, yeah sorry. yeah go ahead Oh no! No, you go ahead. No, I was gonna <laughs> so, ask
0: which countries in uh, which countries in Asia have you been in? Have you been to Asia?
1: I haven't. No, I've I've only been because I was born in Connecticut, and I've been to basically just places in the U.S. But I've always wanted to travel. Mm. I always wanted to go like out of the country, and that's actually one of my goals. But it was actually my goal for last year, but you know, COVID nineteen really pandemic, affected. Yeah. yeah, a lot of that. So hopefully, once the pandemic is officially over. I'll start traveling. I would love to go to Asia, Germany, all types of places.
0: Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome, man.
1: Yeah. And I was going to ask you, um, so when you start, you say you've been uh, basically doing your podcast for a while, like researching it and stuff. Um, Is there a specific type of like guest that you would really want to have on your show one day or is it just you want to get like a lot of people's story out there? I heard you say it's more like inspirational, right?
0: Yeah, uh, nothing. No one uh, specific in particular. Um, I only, I only just started like um, maybe around the last two weeks of December. Um, I haven't. So what's out there, like uh, out in public, is uh, just the second episode. Actually, it came out earlier today. Um, but I have. What I wanted to do was uh, to have ten episodes in the bank, like so to speak right before I, I launched it. And so I had nine and then I launched it uh, two weeks ago and then the second one came out. Uh, but to your question, uh, uh, there's nothing really, no, no one in particular. In fact, most of the guests that I have are uh, fairly eclectic, right? Like there's, uh, they come from different um, backgrounds, different, uh, the, uh, different industries even. So I have a few people that uh, are in the BPO industry just like me. One of them was uh, Marge uh, Visa. She she was the guest for episode number two, which came out today. Uh, she was a virtual assistant. Uh, and then before she was a virtual assistant, she was actually a single mom. Right, like uh, mm-hmm. she she got pregnant in her 20s, in her when she was twenty, actually she got pregnant. And then um uh, her her because we're a Catholic country, we're very uh, deep into these values. Ironically, mm-hmm. they kind of abandoned her. Like her parents abandoned her when. She got mm-hmm. pregnant just because she. They felt like she wasn't, um, I guess, displaying the Catholic values that they wanted to see from their kid, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So she had to fend for herself. Eventually, the person who got her pregnant uh, left her, and so she was carrying. Um, like, she she was telling a story about she had to uh, ride a bus when and she was uh, like four or five months pregnant, carrying five kilos of rice and just to get get home and uh yeah so she was a uh, she had to go through a lot and uh she was a virtual assistant and then she did a really good job at that uh so much that uh, her clients actually uh, trusted her enough to increase her team and then eventually they decided that they wanted to um have her start her own company like she, they put pressure on her to do that mm-hmm. and uh, like like last year uh she has a like a relatively big company now. Uh, Last year, they actually uh, raked in uh, 100 million pesos in in revenue. uh, Which, considering it's a pandemic, that's pretty impressive, right?
1: Yes, definitely. Uh,
0: Yeah, and then, uh, (laughs) right? Yeah, so I was uh, really uh, fortunate, blessed to have been able to uh, get a chance to talk to her on my podcast. Uh, And then I have uh, some guys, too. Where uh, like the the last one I interviewed uh, two days ago, um, her name was uh, Yuma. She's a twenty-four-year-old fresh grad that's already a CEO of her company. Oh, pretty, she was the youngest one I interviewed. Right, right. No, yeah. It's just so impressive and so inspiring at the same time. And and her company is all about uh, she her her younger her sister. And I'm not sure if it's her younger sister or older sister, but her sister uh, is. Autistic, And so she's having, they have trouble uh, communicating with her. Like if she wants something, she usually doesn't know how to communicate it just because she's autistic and um, she would be throwing tantrums, right? Like she'd get, get very upset. Um, so she created like, um, she combined AI and, uh, you know, uh, technology so that uh, it became, she was able to create an app. So the company is about an app that uh, people like her sister can use to communicate using pictures, right? Like she would pick the pictures and then uh, uh, the app will translate what she was trying to say into a sentence. So then you would be able to have a, almost like a normal conversation with uh, someone who's autistic or someone who is uh, having trouble with uh, with verbal communication. and. <laughs> to do all of that the 24 right
1: yeah <laughs> it's man impressive. I'll, t- I'll say i'm 25 right now and i haven't done nowhere near <laughs> any of that it got me wondering like man what am i doing with my life now <laughs> now everyone's everyone's journey is different
0: yeah and that's that's the point man it, it, age age isn't really uh it, it's just a number they always say that but it's true right like uh just my conversation with you uh, proves that i mean she 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 would be the first to tell you that uh it stopped being that young and having so much responsibility but at the same time i don't even know what i was doing when i was 24 i mean you you're probably you're doing better than me for sure like i was probably out
1: getting drunk and getting wasted all the time I So, <laughs> well, nothing i mean like, it's you different gotta, you gotta enjoy life a little bit you know <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah let's talk a little bit more about you for the, for the audience to get to know you as you continue to expand you know your audience so um, growing up was you into like any sports or any uh, any clubs or anything like that
0: yeah um, actually a uh, funny thing uh, not not all Filipinos stuff like this um, so um, English is actually my first language yeah um, awesome. But, there, but most Filipinos do speak English, and that's why a lot of the BPOs or outsourcing uh, call centers are in the Philippines, so it's something that we were able to kind of develop as a country. But uh, I actually grew up in an Air Force base uh, in my hometown, in Angeles City in Pampanga. So it's called the uh, Clark Air Base. And so until I was about four or five years old, all my friends were like Americans, like uh, uh, kids from, uh, military families. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when they left, when, when the U S army left, um, uh, had to go to school. I couldn't speak any Tagalog, which is the native language that we have here. And, mm-hmm. uh, I don't actually remember, but it was pretty, it was pretty tough. Uh, having to learn my own language in that way, <laughs> if <laughs> you can imagine, wow. uh, yeah, so I grew up in an Air Force base. And then um, when when you guys left, when the United States left, uh, I grew up in Angeles City. And uh, actually, the school that I grew up in was uh, still based on uh, American curriculum, right? Like, a, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of uh, ECE. Yeah. Uh, you have?
1: Yeah. Awesome, perfect. man.
0: Uh, so, so they give you paces, right? Like the, it's not a regular, a normal classroom where mm-hmm. you just have to sit in the classroom and just listen to the teacher. They give you, you have your own cubicle, right? Yep. And, uh, almost like an office. And then you have these spaces that it's very self-paced. So, uh, you can learn at your own pace if you're fast, if you're a fast learner, then you probably get through these spaces real quickly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, so I did that, uh, I was, Probably the best thing for me, given that um, I was actually a pretty uh, smart kid, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then uh, so I actually skipped—I um, skipped first year of high school. I went straight to second year, coming from grade school. Wow, uh, and that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't—it didn't feel awesome at that time because I was leaving <laughs> all my friends behind. <laughs> I had to join a class of uh, kids that were older than me who uh older than me and uh, i had to make new friends but it was fine it turned out it turned out well it turned out okay because uh I, now i had two sets of friends right mm-hmm. and uh yeah and then um my, both my parents were our pastors um, so they're we're, we're as a family we're born again christian and uh oh, man, what's thanks. unfortunate about that at this when um When i finished high school we didn't really have you know uh the funds or like money saved up for for college and uh so i I was able to get through the first two years or two and a half years of college i took up uh computer engineering uh, but then i had to uh stop because we you know we ran out of funds I, i couldn't support myself anymore And uh, that's when I started working and I've been working in the BPO industry ever since. So that was when I was, uh, that was in 2005 and uh, I was 18 back then. And then from there I became, I was an agent, right? Like uh, I was taking uh, calls for, I was selling a DirecTV uh, satellite. uh, Yeah, Yeah, I I was pretty good at that. Uh, and then I became a supervisor. So, whenever someone would uh, need a change in their flights, um, that was a client that I had, uh, Orbitz. So, and then later on, I uh, became a manager for Hilton. Um, oh, wow. so Hilton was in Manila. They had a call center here, and uh, I was part of the managing, management team of that. Uh, it was fun. I got to go, that was the first time I got to go to uh, the US because of the Hilton client that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Dallas the first time and so that's uh, that's why Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks are my favorite team.
1: Hey. hey. I love, Shout I out love to the basketball Mavericks. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Shout out to the Mavs. Yes. Yeah. You, you like you like say uh, uh, Luca, 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 yeah?
0: <laughs> yeah. They locked into that, no? Uh they could have got a Trey young, yeah, but they got Luca. That was pretty savvy uh maneuvering on their part. That's pretty Definitely. good. And then they, they got Luca and then they got Luka, uh, and then they got Chris Stapps for virtually nothing, right? Yeah. yeah that was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I went to Dallas. Um, I watched uh, my first NBA game. I remember very clearly. I watched, uh, it was still the Miami Heat, the Heels, LeBron, Dwayne, and then uh, Washington, the same team. Wow. Like, it was a blowout, like. Third quarter. Even before the third quarter ended, it was already like 40, 30 points up, and oh. uh, which was which, which was good, kind of, because uh, I got a chance to move to like a like a more uh, ringside type of seat. I got go, I got to get, I, I upgraded my seat in the game, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then so I'm uh, I'm married. I have a kid who is uh, four years old who looks exactly like me.
1: Uh, so that's
0: pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty
1: much it, man. Man, that's amazing. You, you've done a lot so far, you know, you're really just getting started even more because, you know, one thing I learned about the podcast world is that you never know how many doors are going to be open from just different interactions and different, uh, people and audience and stuff like that. So, uh, did you say, you say you was an operator or you're an operator right now for, uh, your company? Or a company? What was it called again?
0: Yeah. Uh, so in the BPO world, um, you the the like the heart of the BPO world is in operations, right? Like, the, like if you're an agent uh, starting out, that means you're part of operations, like when you're taking calls, right? Mm-hmm. And usually the career path is um, if you're a good agent and you display like the, some leadership skills and some leadership potential, then you become a team leader, and, but you're still in operations. And so I just follow that path from an agent in operations, a team leader, a manager, a senior manager. Uh, today I'm an operations uh, director. So um, yeah, so un- under like the next level below me, like the people that I manage directly are senior managers. And then these guys, they uh they manage managers who in turn manage team leaders and the team leaders are the ones that interact directly with uh, with the agents.
1: That's awesome yeah. and that's pretty cool because that's actually kind of <laughs> similar to my job because I'm actually a team lead um at my job over at um Moen. I don't know if you heard of them, they're the like a really big uh company, uh they deal with faucets and Kitchen appliance, bathroom, plans, all types of stuff, and I'm actually a team lead myself, so I think that's pretty cool. It's like, oh wow, look at that. <laughs>
0: that's
1: cool, man. Such a young age too. Like, how long have you been? I've been
0: a team lead.
1: Um, really, I'm only a year and a half, so this is it's a you know big opportunity for me. I thank God every day because um you know, re, you know, just shout out to my boss, <laughs> he believed in me, <laughs> you know <laughs> when um. He had other options out there that he could have took, and he believed in me and saw something in me, and I've just been thriving ever since. I hope I don't let him down and continue to shine through, and that's, been that's for- awesome, man. Oh, thank you thank you and that's just a little bit yeah. about me because as far as my peeps know i don't think i really ever talk about my job too much <laughs> but yeah what's your
0: uh, what's your boss's name you should, you should get that on record
1: oh kevin i gave him a shout out my last video so uh kevin and he might watch it because i think he's he uh subscribes to my youtube channel so uh shout out to you again kevin thank you for everything awesome love you man good job
0: in hiring uh alvin
1: kevin <laughs> definitely <laughs> so one thing I love about like my show, what I love to do is also um, talk about like motivation and quotes. So uh, me and you are very similar. So like, what's a like a quote or um, something inspirational that you lean on when either the times are tough or just so uncertain, or even if things are good, but that's what you lean on. Man, there's, uh, there's just so many
0: quotes, right? Like in forever situation too. Like I'll show you, uh, I have this book. So uh, it's my journal. And I like quotes for everything. I have a vision board, like everything I want.
1: That is like amazing. I got to I got you yeah, I mean, one. That's pretty cool.
0: I I highly recommend it, right? Because uh, so there's a few quotes, right, in, in relation to that. Like uh, I, I listen to podcasts a lot uh, too. So one of the podcasts that I listen to is uh, Louis House. Uh, this the name of the show is uh, School of Greatness. And uh, he had on a guest named uh, Andrew Huberman, Hugh- who's a neuroscientist. And one thing that he said that really stuck to me was that uh, you have to have a vision of the future that you can always um, go back to. right? So If, uh, if things get tough, then you always, um, you always go back to that vision. It keeps you motivated uh, because regardless of what's happening in the present, If you keep that vision of the future that you want to happen in your mind and in front of your mind, like these things that are happening at the present moment, are kind of uh, like they they almost seem trivial. You know what I mean? Like uh, Mm -hmm. uh, it's almost trivial because uh, the vision of the future should be more powerful from an emotional standpoint than what you're going through in the present. Right. Um, And then something related to that. I don't know if you know uh, Jesse Itzler, uh, Itzler. He's the, he's, uh, he's one of the owners of the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, yeah, his, uh, his main business, he has a lot of businesses and, uh, but he's pretty cool. He has a book uh, where, uh, uh, what's that book about? The, the book is about like, he had an army or a Navy SEALs, stay with mm-hmm. him for, uh, for 30 days. And uh, they did all this uh, really tough stuff together. Anyway. Uh, you should look him up. He's, uh, he's a really cool guy. Uh, and he has a really cool attitude about, uh, about life and uh, everything really. He's one of, uh, he's very inspirational. Uh, but one thing that he said that always stuck, uh, stuck with me or is still sticking with me. is always like, and it's, it's very simple. Remember tomorrow, right? Like um, if you're going to do something uh, today that, you know, it's not going to be really good. Like um, you're going to get drunk tonight, right? Like, before you do remember tomorrow right it's gonna be fun right now but well how are you gonna feel about it tomorrow right if you're thinking about blowing off work uh not coming in for work to do something else remember tomorrow like before you do it remember tomorrow and it's gonna be fun right now but how are you gonna feel about it tomorrow and, and all these things right like always remember tomorrow and uh so then even if situation in the present is is hard um uh, and you couple that with your vision of the future, then it makes things variable, right? Like you can live in the future because everything that you're gonna do in the present is gonna make that future happen. So oh. yeah, I don't know. Is that escapist? and I don't know it, it's probably not. I don't know <laughs> if that makes sense. yeah
1: that's awesome, and I really hope that some of my audience will definitely gravitate towards that. you know, remember tomorrow that that's gonna stick with me that's it's um, really good. So uh, speaking more over there in the uh, Philippines, because, you know, COVID-19 has really affected a lot, you know, the whole world, and it still is to this day. Has it affected you guys dramatically or, like, your life dramatically? Because it it has with mine, but also it was one of the driving forces for me to even start my podcast just in case something would happen like at my job or anything like that. And I always wanted to do it and i have been putting on the back burner and I'm just like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then when the world almost once they come to an end, but you know, the world was, sh- you know, shaken. I was like, okay, I have to do this now, now or never. So how, how was uh, the pandemic over there? How do you guys uh, basically deal with it?
0: Uh Yeah. So we were, we we were some of the more fortunate ones, right? Like uh, my family and uh, almost everyone I know um, were were fairly fortunate, right? Like for myself, uh, especially I, I got because of the company that I'm in. We actually started working from home, and uh, uh, very few people in our company got laid off. Um, so it and and the leadership team. In here, in, in this company, TDCX, like they, they really do care about the people that um, that are uh, part of their teams, and so we did everything we could to make sure that we protected as much of the livelihood of our employees as possible. Um, so much so that, uh, and, and another thing too, before I get into that, is that uh, we have we we have some really good clients that are very aligned with that goal, and so. Um, We were able to work with them to uh, find a way to cut costs without sacrificing any of, uh, you know, without having to cut uh, employment rates, right? And then what ended up happening is uh, as we progressed throughout the year, uh, from a company standpoint, we we actually started making money, right? Like uh, because of the focus that we had and doing well, uh, doing the right thing for our our employees, um, it really resonated with them. And our performance has never been better. And because our, the performance was really, really good, uh, it allowed us to really be as competitive as we could be. And so the client saw that, and our team actually uh, doubled in number uh, during the pandemic. If you can, if you can imagine that, that's pretty
1: cool. That is a um, you know, amazing, but amazing. but
0: yeah, it is absolutely And Not just not just for me personally, but for all the people that are that were part of my team. I'm, I'm very fortunate not to have had the experience of having to let go of someone because you couldn't afford to. And mm-hmm. um, that's actually a fairly common. Uh, so in the Philippines, and I know in the U.S. as well, like there's a lot of uh, stories like that, but in the Philippines, oh man, it's, uh, like uh, for a lot of families that are not, you know, middle class or even a uh, higher, lower class, you um, a lot of families have had to let go of their homes and uh, started living uh, with their parents again and stuff like that. And then you would see some, uh, you would see some households with three or four families, like uh, uncles and aunts living together with their families. And then, uh, which is which is okay if you think about it. But at the same time, that led to an increase in um, the number of uh, sexual Assault, assault cases like between family members uh, just wow. because yeah like there's uh there's a lot of people living in tight spaces like multiple families and yeah it just uh it just, just uh exacerbated the situation i guess so yeah and, and then in these uh these families like they would be living for like 10 15 people all under one roof and uh it's not like uh there's a lot of space around. Like uh, you would see that uh, per square meter, there's about three or four people living together in one uh, square meter, which is uh, absolutely dense, right? And and the thing that you're trying yeah. to create social distancing situations and to have that happen, it's, uh, it was terrible. It was terrible. Uh, and so yeah. It's uh, it's pretty bad everywhere. Right. But I think there's some places here in the Philippines where it was absolutely uh, heartbreaking to see.
1: Definitely. just, just hearing about it is just heartbreaking because I'm a very visual person. I could just imagine because over here in North Carolina, um, it's kind of functioning, like fluctuating. I mean, like the case is going up and it's down a week, then it's really up. And my life, hasn't been impacted as much. I'm very blessed about it. You know, of course, just being safe and trying to keep my distance, social distancing and everything. But, um, you know, just hearing those families, you know, definitely going to be in my prayers, especially um, with the whole pandemic everywhere. You know, it's just sad. And some people don't have the immune system to even fight it, where a lot of lives lives have been lost. So uh, thank you for sharing that, though, because I don't think a lot of people really know that. Especially around you know here, all I see is what you know here in you know North Carolina or in the U.S. But to know what it's like out there in the Philippines and other uh, places, like thank you for uh, sharing that with me.
0: Yeah, no worries, man. Right. Awareness and is important.
1: De- yeah, yeah, oh, oh yeah, definitely. So, um, for all my peeps out there that want to follow uh, John. Uh, John, what other platforms are you on for, um, your podcast? Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> I, am laughing because, uh, I haven't really promoted my podcast that much. Um, so, but, but I'm on, uh, I'm on Spotify. I'm on Google, uh, podcast, Apple podcasts, and I also have a YouTube channel just for that. Um, uh, and then, uh, I use Podbean as a, as a distribution and, uh, uh hosting platform, uh, but I couldn't even say what the links were, or what the hashtags were, or what the accounts were, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the podcast name square zero, I was supposed to use, uh, like breakthrough or, uh, making the leap or mm-hmm. even square one, but those are all taken. Um, uh, and so I just uh, kind of had to live with that And the, it, it makes sense in a way, right? Like, uh, cause a lot of the topics that I cover is, um, like how to get started. So the way I, I see it, like. Everyone starts in square one, right? Mm. But even before you get started, there's square zero, which is where some of that really tough uh, situations or the th- the toughest battles happen mentally where you have to fight yourself so you can get started and all that stuff. Um, yeah, but but yeah, I'll, I'll share some of the links and maybe you can just add them in the notes or something.
1: Yeah, of course. I'll put them into the videos. And you said it's going to be square zero. That's the name of your path. going to be the name of it?
0: Yeah, that's the name of it. um so
1: square zero. Yeah. All right. So all my peeps out there, make sure you guys check out my boy John right here. You know he's got a friend for life out here. I can't wait till all this pandemic's over. Love to come visit you, man, or vice versa. Whenever if you come to the United States again, come to North Carolina, come to Fayetteville. Well, <laughs> Fayetteville's kind of <laughs> now. Nah, I'm just playing. I don't know if people know if I'm from Fayetteville or I live in Fayetteville, so it's pretty cool. And I'll show you, you know, around and. Hopefully, maybe we could catch um, a Hornets game or something.
0: Yeah, I'd I appreciate that, man. And and when you get to the Philippines, I'll, I'll take you to all the, the nice spots. And, uh, yeah, you can stay at my place.
1: Awesome. Vice versa, man. Any last words to all my peeps up there before we wrap up?
0: No, man. Uh, I just want to say thank you for, for inviting me. I uh, appreciate it. You know, um, one thing I want to say about my podcast is that um, – the, the reason why I started it is that uh, I, I just really wanted to be able to talk to all these amazing people. Um, so for me, uh, um, I made it into a podcast just in case anyone else that aligns with the things that inspire me um, are able to listen to it and uh, they might appreciate it as well. But for me, honestly, even if, uh, if no one else listens to those podcasts, I'll define it just because I learned so much already and one one of those things that i learned is um like having conversations like this like the one you and i are having right now is uh, something that i find um you know fulfillment in so i appreciate you really extending this to me and um thank you it was an honor man
1: Oh, thank you man you know like we we met on the uh podcast uh group and i'm glad that you know you reached out and we got to um do this episode you're always welcome back actually um Cause so I also have two different series that I've been breaking off because I'm more known for my interviews, but I have uh, sessions where we talk about uh, specific topics where we just stick on that. So it's not more of like an interview where I'm trying to get to like know you or whatever. So if you ever want to come on the show and talk about that. And I also have a new one I just started last week, which is called uh, Don't Hate My Take which is kind of like a playoff, some of my favorite um, sports um, shows, you know, like uh, First Take or Undisputed and stuff you yeah, know, yeah. where they discuss. So it's all about sports where we could discuss, you know, like your favorite team, my favorite team, and what went wrong this season or what went right. How could we um, – our input to make the team better and stuff. So anytime, you know, just, just hit me up, man, and we'll set it up because I think you'll be awesome, you know, to get your perspective on it.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I'm excited already. Let's uh, let's make
1: it happen at some point. Definitely. I'll message you, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. for That okay. will conclude episode 11 of the People's Choice Podcast. John, thank you. Also, of course, these are my new T-shirts that just got uh, created. John, I got to make sure I send you one, too, okay?
0: That's good, man.
1: All right. You take care, brother.